0: hey welcome everybody to another episode of just annoyed with movies i am jackson uh and i am joined tonight by uh ken from pinkies out once again hello ken hey jackson how's it going it's going well i feel better than i did last week when we were set to record this uh (laughs) and sorry i haven't had an episode out for a while but um yeah we are going to finally be discussing um i think we're just going to call when you when you hop on an episode i think we're just going to call it the disturbing movie corner (laughs) right or something along those lines i'm the only dumb one one dumb enough to watch them right yeah so um so yeah we're going to, to be discussing the devil all the time but uh yeah if everybody is ready we will go ahead and start the show Yeah, so before we hop into the main topic of discussion, which is The Devil All the Time from Netflix, I figured we should talk uh, about a couple other little bits um that we've learned in the last few weeks. First of all, I know you're a Dune guy. Oh, so, yeah. well, so I figured we could talk about that first. So Dune has been delayed now almost an entire year. Um I know I'm super bummed about this, so I've got to imagine you were pretty bummed about this news, correct?
1: I was looking forward to that. It's probably the only movie I was going to go to in the theaters this fall, if they're even open. Uh, There's rumors that a lot of these theaters are not reopening. So,
0: Yeah, I've been to four movies um, since we had ours start to reopen, and the theater that I go to... Um, in Wisconsin, Dane County especially, we've got some pretty stringent COVID, uh, you know, rules and regulations. So they can only allow ten people in a theater at a time. So I don't even understand how that's profitable. I, that doesn't. And why work. would they
1: even turn the lights on for that? I don't. Right.
0: Know. Yeah. So. So yeah. So that's been. Um. It's been kind of nice when you go to the movies and there's nobody there. But yeah, that obviously. Part <laughs> right. But overall, <laughs> it sucks for them. Um. Now. It's just uh, disappointing because that movie looks so
1: fantastic. It
0: I mean, really does, man. It uh, really looks so good. And I know, you know, speaking of Dune, we don't have to just talk about it being pushed. I right. mean, it's a shame that it's pushed, but hopefully, you know, it'll release at a time when people can actually go see movies because I know Tenant from Christopher Nolan has had a hell of a time. They can't sell tickets, so. No, um, no. But it's... yeah, so what are you looking forward to? I mean, what are your worries about Dune? What are you looking forward to? What did you like about the trailer, dislike about the trailer that you've seen? Just general Dune stuff. I know you're you're kind of an expert on Dune, so. Yeah,
1: um, what my hopes are is that I, we're gonna get something that's more true to the word of what Frank Herbert wrote. Number one. Um, what I'm worried about is I, I, I don't know. I'm thinking just looking at some of the cinematography, they might try to make every scene too dramatic. You know what I mean? In scope. I, I think they're. I just, I don't want them to get so focused on the scope of the planet and the ecology of it and, and miss out on the dialogue. Cause there's a lot of dialogue in Frank's writings. Um, Paul I'll have to see him do the actual acting. I am not real
0: convinced on the actor. On he's him. a good actor. He is uh yeah, very I, young and small looking that's, though. Like that's as a guy. Not, of course Paul's
1: not huge in the book. Right. I, I don't know. I He doesn't look buff enough. You know what I mean? Saying uh you're you're this is supposedly a guy that's been trained since he's been able to walk to fight. And he sure. just he just doesn't look like a a fighter to me. I, I don't know. I, but uh, the rest of every, I love though. I like Zendaya as Chani. Um, I think that was a great casting call on yeah, that.
0: I, uh, I'm really hopeful. I really liked an Villeneuve who made it. Um, I God, I'm so upset. I was so excited for it, but, yeah. uh, yeah, I Dune's Dune's tricky because it is, you know, it's not an exciting book to read. I would say, no. is that correct? No. It's very, it's, it's very, true. uh, yeah, it's very dialogue driven. Um, I would say that, you know, a lot of people probably wouldn't get too into it. It's, it's no. kind of a slog unless you're a bit nerdy. I would it say, is. is that fair? It, I mean
1: fair. No, it's totally fair. It's more of a psychological setup for the rest of the books. The first book is, um, it, it's a slow burn. It really sets up the dynamics of power in that universe and it, it's setting the stage for Herbert's, um, well, he was a big ecologist, number one, but it, it's, um, you know, like, um, environmentalist, I should say, not ecologist, Um, like the social and political evolution of mankind is what I get a lot from the Dune series. And this is setting up a lot of the dynamics you're going to need in the the rest of the books. Um, But if you want action, um, the books that have the most action are um, really Children of Dune, and Chapter House are, are the better reads as far as if you want action and a lot of crap going on all over the place. Space battles, different planets, the whole nine yards. Sure. And Chapter House gets pretty deep into the Bene Gesserit, which I'm really, I, I, oh, they. I hope they don't do that wrong like they did in the 1984 movie. I hope they don't turn it into like a weird half-head shaved, like, you know, psychic witch type thing. It That's so much more than that.
0: Right. I, uh, yeah, God, the, the other movie is so weird. Uh, I remember I read Dune probably about 10 years ago. Um, and I really liked it. it it's one of those two though, where it's like, I want to reread it. I've only read it once. Um, I feel like I probably missed out on a bunch of shit just first time reading that it's so dense with crap in it that it's hard. It to... is. Yeah. I've read so... it
1: three times.
0: Right now. I feel like, uh, it's one of those books that I, I have to reread, um, because it's so dense, but then at the same time, it's like, I know it's not an exciting read. So I I'm always trying to twist my own arm to kind of go back and, and read through it again, but yeah. this gives me another year to reread. There you it, go. I, guess. I started <laughs> to
1: reread it and I'll, I'll, I'll admit I, uh, my fourth read through is not going as fast as the last time. So I have too many distractions. <laughs> oh, so. Yeah.
0: It's uh, it's, it's an interesting book. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I like hearing that they really took almost like a Lawrence of Arabia approach with it where it's filmed like in the desert, legit. I mean, it doesn't look like it's going to look like a bunch of fakie CGI no. shit at all.
1: That that looks great. It really does. I don't know. I, I When you ask me that question, it kind of puts me on the spot because I'm, I'm trying not to get my hopes up too much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm such a fan of it. I don't want to be disappointed. So I'm trying not to hype myself up about it.
0: I uh you, now you weren't a fan of his Blade Runner movie, right? No. 2049, you did I, not like Blade I Runner. Did not. Okay.
1: That movie was an hour too long.
0: It uh, was it was really
1: fucking long. And there was a lot of stuff in that movie that was just like why this adds nothing to the plot in my opinion. It just it was just a trudge. It just was a slow moving trudge with no payoff at the end because 30 minutes into the movie you knew what was going to happen.
0: Yeah. See, and i I really liked um I really liked do or uh, sorry Blade Runner twenty forty nine uh, quite a bit, but um I do agree. I don't think it's as good as the original. I've talked to people that think it's better. Um, I thought it was too long. Uh, but I would still say it's good. I mean, I have not seen a movie from this Denis Villeneuve that I have not thought was really well made. So I think that he's definitely a great choice for material like this. Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, but, yeah, so... I just so didn't yeah, care for I, I think it. it a bad movie. I think you're safe to be excited, though. I think you can I, be excited. I, I can't know. imagine it's going to be bad. I, I, really, I, not. <laughs> I really can't imagine. I just but, really um,
1: You'll hear me scream from Wisconsin because we're not that far apart. Yeah, that's film, true.
0: So. <laughs> I uh, I would um, I would be shocked if it's bad. Uh, now the other bit of news type material here uh, is that I just heard about twenty minutes ago that Dexter is coming back. Yeah, I hadn't heard
1: that. That's awesome.
0: Ten episode series on Ooh. Showtime, um, and I would say that Dexter probably had my least favorite ending to any series I've ever watched in my entire life.
1: It's been a long time since I've watched it. So I don't really remember exactly, but I remember going, Oh, that's the last episode.
0: Yeah. He ends up uh, giving his, and spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched Dexter, who, you know, it's 20 been a years while, ago, so, right. <laughs> um, but yes, he ends up giving his son, to his girlfriend who is also a serial killer he discovers to protect his son from the fact that like he can't not kill right so he gives his son to a serial killer which makes no sense um and then he's on a boat and there's an accident or there's like a storm that comes and you know it's assumed that he died but then you see the final scene is him Um, at like, in like Alaska, like a logging community, like he's a lumberjack now. And that's where it left off. See, Um, I remember the,
1: I remember him finding out his girlfriend was a serial killer, but I didn't remember the, the boat accident. I must've fallen asleep.
0: Well, that, yeah, the, the, the lumberjack thing was just, I, it was, it was shockingly bad. I mean, like, like Like the type bad. (laughs) it was like the type of ending where. You regret having ever watched the show because you wasted seven seasons of your life watching it, or whatever it is, you know what I mean? It was one of those, Um, which
1: is weird. HBO usually, when they have a series like that, but then again, a Game of Thrones ending sucked balls too. So, well,
0: that that was Showtime, that's just
1: Showtime. Oh, I thought. Oh, you're right. Showtime. Yep. Sorry. Yep.
0: Dexter's Showtime, but yes, HBO. Oh God. Game of Thrones, man. And I know a lot of people, I never, uh, I never finished, um, you know, somebody's going to crucify me, but i never finished the Sopranos. And I've heard that people were not too happy at the time when that ended. And maybe people have gotten like warmed up to the way it ended a little bit, but, but yeah, ending series, like series enders are series finales are, uh, they're tough because the
1: only great one that, sticks with me is six foot under six foot under had a fantastic ending they they wrapped everything up and not in a campy way i i I won't say it because you haven't seen it yet but it's it's just one of the best ended series i've ever seen
0: now that had michael c hall or whatever his name is from dexter Dexter,
1: yep dexter was the brother yep and
0: is it about a funeral home what's it about i've never seen it
1: Okay, Six Foot Under starts off, it's about a funeral family, kind of like the way I grew up, um, Okay, pretty much. <laughs> uh, and there, there's two brothers and a sister, mom and a dad. And the older brother left because he didn't want anything to do with the business. Um, and the dad goes to the airport to pick him up, and they get in a car accident on the way back, and the dad dies. This is the first episode. And so then all of a sudden the older brother, you know, out of guilt stays and helps david i think is i think the character's name was david um run the family business basically and it's all about the behind the scenes thing a l- little bit about the mortuary stuff but not much I,
0: so is it a dark comedy or a drama like what is it
1: more is of it a drama more, of, more a drama? of a drama with some okay. comedy here and there but not not a lot of laughs it was more of a drama sure um, dwight shrew um oh uh will rain Rain wilson Wilson. yeah he's in it he plays an apprentice uh and he bangs the mom so
0: okay (laughs) spoilers
1: Spoiler. spoiler
0: yeah uh yeah okay well i'll have to add that to the list
1: i like it it's a good series there's like every series like usually the fourth and fifth season are a little you know a little wonky plot wise but then they come back and hit you right in the gut with a good last season so
0: yeah, it's tough to have a series that is all strong seasons all the way through, which is why I appreciate it when shows end after three or four seasons, because you're not going to get, hopefully, one of those dumpy, you know, piece of crap seasons in the middle. Right,
1: um, like Shit's Creek ending at the top. I haven't, I
0: haven't watched it. I haven't oh, watched dude. the ending. Is it good? good? good ending?
1: The ending is good. Okay, it's good. Four.
0: That, that's just a top-notch show man i just, yeah i really like it i really like it so i guess we can let's segue into that then i okay. have been watching that um i'm about four episodes in that feels like a show that when it's gone i'm just gonna be sad that it's gone You yes. know what i mean
1: yep and you'll so, feel that way at the last episode
0: yeah yeah, everybody in it is so good. I love all four of the main characters. I love the side characters like Stevie and Roland and all those. And Twyla, too. Twyla, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that one—it's uh, it, still strong. What I've seen so far, it so is. it's good to know that it ends well. Um, it, it does. But yeah, okay. So we've gotten <laughs> through all this. Let's. Well, one
1: other thing. This will make Paul sure. happy. I was reading earlier today that um, there's some Alita Battle Angel news. That uh, they're going to re-release a new cut, and um, they're working on a sequel, possibly.
0: They're actually going to... I love yeah. that movie. Yeah, it was love good. It.
1: I liked I, it, too.
0: Hold on. that So a sequel might happen still might for happen Alita? Still.
1: Because they had a big campaign on Twitter and Instagram or whatever, like bring, bring Alita back or something like that and it got the notice of executives and stuff. So they're talking about re-releasing it. Oh, so it. they're
0: they're re-releasing it in the theater.
1: And they're thinking that will generate a second movie.
0: I yeah. hope so. With Hopefully more interest. than four people go see it. That one is- um, Very that- underrated that was one where uh i got to see that uh in imax 3d twice and they mm-hmm. had certain segments of it filmed with imax cameras like that the, the main rollerball scene and shit. oh yeah just fucking amazing man. that
1: would be great i yeah. that, that was i remember the manga and the animated uh movies and stuff for that i i liked it i thought it was a great movie
0: But yeah, that's one where it's like if anybody's listening to this and you have not seen Alita, go see it in the theater if you can. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know, definitely, I think the
1: big screen would be even better for that movie.
0: Right. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, yeah, so that's it for for kind of news here. Let's talk about the devil all the time now. So
1: Um, I have a theory with you in movies. Okay. Do you like dogs or do you hate dogs?
0: I don't like, I don't hate dogs. I don't love dogs. They're just like, I'm a cat guy. I'm a cat guy. I'll say why
1: every movie you send to me is like, there's something awful happens to a dog. Like, just like, that's the worst part of the movie.
0: (laughs) Was there a dog? Oh yeah. There was a dog scene. Yes. Okay. All right. So
1: the very pivotal dog scene.
0: Wow. So not, so these movies then are disturbing on multiple levels, then whether you care about humans or dogs. Right, <laughs> um, they are disturbing, but this one um, is very interesting. Now there is quite a star-studded cast in this, and I will uh, say that
1: Bill Skarsgård is quickly becoming one of my favorite of the younger actors.
0: Yeah, he's good. Um, he's good, and and the you know it's got Bill Skarsgård, it's got Tom. Uh, Tom, yeah, it's got Tom Holland, Robert Pattinson. It's got uh, the guy who played um, the Winter Soldier in the Marvel movies is in there as a cop. Um, It's got Riley Keough who was in a really disturbing great movie called uh, The Lodge this year that I really Mm -hmm. liked, Um, and then it's got Jason Clark as well who is. Which one was Jason Clark? He is the husband of Riley Keough's character, the photographer guy who's, like, setting them all up for sex scenes. And he's one of those guys that, like, I'm waiting for him to, like, get his big movie role because he pops up in everything. And he's always solid. Like, I don't think he's ever going to be, you know, uh, a movie star. He's just not that kind of guy. He's not a very good-looking guy, really. Yeah, yeah. So... So, um, but yeah, he's in there. But essentially, um, trying to give a synopsis of this, and you can stop me if, sure, if I start to go go the wrong way. But it's a multi generational um, family drama slash thriller about. Some really fucked up, like wh- I want. I don't, you know, don't want to offend anybody, but like white trash types who live out in the, you know what I mean, out in the middle yeah. of the pod no. nowhere. And, you're you're and still on
1: the rail. You'll yeah. the
0: rail <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, you know, and, and I don't want to give too much away before we go into spoilers. Um, Suffice to say that. It is uh, extremely disturbing. Some very um, dark things yeah. happen throughout the course of its running time. Yeah, um, five minutes. Yeah, and I overall I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, you I know, did too. What? Yeah, what'd you think? What were your general impressions of it?
1: You know, I don't think it was like one of those brain teaser movies where it's like it's where you're trying to figure things out. But I think it's one of those movies that the the acting and the writing is so good in it 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 sucks you into it even even with the subject matter and literally i it, it when it ended i'm like oh is that it and then i looked at the clock and i didn't realize how long the movie was
0: yeah it's a long movie um it, it's it is, long but it
1: was good like i i generally didn't care what was going to happen next i just wanted to see how they were going to do it
0: right you know what so, I mean? so it's 2 hours and 20 minutes long yeah. um see now i'm the opposite i f- i felt its length quite a bit Legend. yeah i um My issue with this movie is while I liked the character drama in it, I liked how all the characters were written. I gave a shit about all of them. I had a real problem with the first like 45 minutes of the movie. I thought that it was like jumping back and forth between different time periods. Oh,
1: a little too much. Way
0: too often. And and there were times where they, there were a couple times where they even showed the same scene twice. Like... We saw, you know, you, you oh from a you different flashed, angle. Right. Yeah. You well, you flashed forward earlier and then like you went back and then you realized like, oh shit, people are gonna have forgotten about that. Let's just show it again and remind people about this other thing that happened and how yeah, these I can things see, are. Yeah,
1: I can see that. I guess I was just so sucked into it at the time I didn't notice it as much. But yeah, there is a little bit too much of that. But I think that's movies today. I, I'm tired of flashing back to, to advance the story, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, all the TV shows are doing it now. Um, I,
0: don't I, uh, I uh, though, I will say once it like hit its stride and you finally in your head kind of had everybody pieced where you needed them on the chessboard or whatever. Um, the only once it hit about the halfway mark, the only issue I could say I had with it was. I didn't like the Jason Clark, Riley Keogh little subplot thing where it gets tied in at the end, but yeah. while it's happening, it's a little bit like, okay, why are we doing this? And I don't think that structurally, from a narrative perspective, that you can make up for that just by having it tie in at the end. Because while it was happening, I was like, okay. Uh, let's get back to the people I'm supposed to care about. Care about. Yeah, you know I what see, I mean? Man.
1: You're talking about the whole sub, side story with the sheriff where he goes to the, the mob boss guy. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. I agree. That was kind of pointless, honestly. Um, yeah, I think well, it would have been much more impactful if they'd done a little narration with that final scene with him and Tom Holland and said, what most people don't realize is that yada, yada, yada was sheriff's, sister you know? yeah but
0: they were trying to make it like a they were trying to make it like a um like a reveal of sorts right right but, they, but i they, think
1: it would have been a better um like gut punch if all of a sudden you're like
0: oh shit that was." Yeah. you
1: know what i'm saying i, uh, and I really show that you know
0: you you brought up narration too what did you think of the narration like the fact that the story is being told to you what did you think of that i don't
1: i didn't really care for that <laughs> i'm like you know I feel like you're taught, you're, you're, you think your audience is dumb when you have to narrate like that.
0: Yeah, I I kind of agree. I I think what they were going for was like an old storybook. Like it reminded me of like a guy with a cowboy hat on sitting around the bonfire with his buddies and his baked beans and he's telling some old wives' tale about, you know what I mean? Fair it it enough, reminded me enough. of something like that. Yeah. I, you know, I, I thought it was fine, but, so but what yeah. was your
1: favorite scene then?
0: The most impactful scene for me. Oh God. Well, I mean, well, what first let's give it a grade. So what would you okay. grade this?
1: I'm going to give it an a, I, okay. I think it's a good movie to watch. I really do.
0: I will give it a B that I wanted to be an a super bad. <laughs> like I feel like everything's there for an a, um, you know, real quick for you. Before we talk specifics, I do want to say that Robert Pattinson is now probably the best actor that is currently going. That guy is a stud of an actor. Yeah. He plays a yeah. sick fucking this and he, he is amazing in it. I he's mean, good. Yeah. And he's Tom amazing. Holland. Yeah. And Tom Holland's great in it too. Like he's a really good actor. His um,
1: accent in this is spot on. You would not yes. know he's British. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I uh, so yeah, I want to give props to that, but now, spoilers favorite scene, and and I feel disgusting saying favorite scene because everything (laughs) in this movie that's impactful is so well, not as
1: bad as the treatment. That's true.
0: Yes, go watch the treatment, people. Yes, you really want to ruin your you want a scary (laughs) October movie. Yeah, you want to ruin your life and ideas of parenthood (laughs) when the sister decided not to kill herself and slipped and ended up hanging herself Anyways,
1: would be yeah that was a great scene
0: yes yes you feel sick my Uh, yeah go ahead
1: my scene was when he found his dad out at the praying tree
0: oh yeah with the dog and everything
1: yeah when he found him out there with and and that knife sitting there yeah Um, now you know i know i know the way it's supposed to look right but to me, in my mind, because of what happened earlier in the movie when he drove up into that hillbilly camp and kicked the shit out of those two guys that disrespected his wife, I'm not quite so certain that he really killed himself. Really? i That was my first thought. I'm like, well, I wonder if those hillbillies circled back and took care of him when he was out there kneeling at the dead dog nailed to the cross. So What a
0: you know that is something worth talking about too because it's like at a certain point of the movie Bill Skarsgård character and he's the dad. Well, yeah He's he's, mm-hmm. he's Tom Holland's dad. Yeah, um, certain we get a real basis for like why Tom Holland is the way he is, and we get a real idea of kind of the genesis of everything that's going to happen in the yep. movie. All centers around this Bill Skarsgård character who. Uh, basically his plot was that he ran into this person hanging on a, like a basically crucified in, in what was it, Vietnam or was it world war?
1: It was world war one and it was in the Solomon islands.
0: Okay. Um, Okay. He
1: was, he was skinned and nailed to a cross.
0: Yeah. And you can tell it's been a while since I watched this, (laughs) but yeah, he was skinned. He was skinned and nailed to a cross and still Um, alive. Right. And, uh, um, and it says here I'm looking at it. So it says the end of World War Two. Are we sure it wasn't Korea? Like where what where was that? So no,
1: that, it would have been it would have been World War Two. I'm sorry, I had it. I like had my the Pacific,
0: friend. he was the fighting Pacific, in the Pacific, yeah. right? Because okay.
1: then, because at the end of the movie, um, Tom Holland's character is contemplating going to Vietnam.
0: Right. Yep. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, no, Bill Skarsgård character sees this awful thing. He's not really a religious guy, but he turns into kind of a religious zealot. When he gets back home, he meets his wife. Um, and essentially, uh, the wife gets stricken with cancer and he wants to pray it away. That's his solution. Uh, that doesn't work out. He tries sacrificing the dog. I mean, it's fucked. Um, Well, yeah. Yeah. And then Tom Holland, after Skarsgard is found dead, ends up living with his basically, he gets adopted into this family with a a sister. It's his grandma. Right. He goes
1: to live with his dad's mom. And then the 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 sister is the woman that his grandma had promised God that she would marry off to her son if he brought him back from the war.
0: There you go. So
1: so that sets this whole up for this like family curse type deal because you yes. not follow the will of God. And then, and so, the, yeah, that's, it's, it's very complex. You have to watch it to really get the subtle. There's so
0: many, there's so many twists and turns regarding yeah. just the amount of horrible, nasty shit that happens to this, this family is. So what I mean, did you think awful. about um,
1: her, her dad, the, the snake oil preachers that killed the, the sister?
0: uh yeah well he was a great character yeah i mean that just yeah like the, that just, there's a, it, like i forget about all that like there's a real goofy-eyed guy he was actually the bad guy in that recent Charlize theron movie where she was like uh uh immortal with oh yeah 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 yeah, the, yeah. yeah yep yeah. And he's like a, he's a preacher and he basically thinks he can bring her back from the dead. He like kills her and then realizes he can't bring her back. I mean, it is some sick twisted shit. In
1: this. Yeah. But they don't, you don't know that before he takes her out in the woods. You just right. see his brother sharpening the screwdriver for like right. three days on the front porch. Now, and, uh,
0: yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And
1: the brother's in a wheelchair. So he's just sitting in the back seat of the car. He doesn't know what, you know, I just, and then he's like, I'm like, where are they going with this? Is this like another serial killer thing that they're setting up because of the the whole picking up hitchhikers thing? And, and then when he's trying to resurrect her and you see that guilt when he realizes that he can't bring her back, I'm like, oh, man,
0: this right. messed up. Well, you know, I think that's where some of my issues with this movie come in, though, because um, – I get it. Like you're you're setting something up for down the road in the movie, but while you're watching it, you feel like and I don't I don't want to say it's necessarily a negative to feel lost in a movie. Um no. and, and I don't think you're supposed to kind of have your bearings watching this one, but something about the structure of the movie and the amount of characters and the way that information was being delved out to you Uh, And that was still, I would say, in the first third of the movie when that happens. Am I correct? Um, I mean, it's yes. No,
1: you're right. that sets up why um, the girl is living with his grandma.
0: Right. So I feel like the movie really started to gain steam for me as stuff started to finally come together. And maybe on a rewatch, it would be something I would appreciate more. But again, it's like. Do you want to rewatch something that feels this disgusting? You know, I kind of
1: do just because uh, Patterson was so good in that, though. I
0: it's, yeah. It's, Let's talk about his character. He plays a priest oh. who comes to fill in for his uncle or something um, yes. at the local church, and you know, the suspect is
1: that the uncle has cancer.
0: Yeah, he's right.
1: going for some kind of treatment out east.
0: Yeah, and he yep. he comes in, um, and essentially, I mean, he's a piece of shit. He's like a womanizer. Um, he uses his he uses his position to. Uh, manipulate women into, you know, sexual favors and that sort of thing. Nope. Uh, basically ruins the lives of multiple characters in this town. Um, there's a great intro scene to him where uh, the the mother, the grandmother, uh, the one who's adopted uh, Tom Holland's character into the family. Yep. Um, everybody brings food to this to meet this guy. Everybody's bringing food for like a potluck type deal at the church. And um, he basically publicly shames uh, the woman for the horrible dish that she brought, um, essentially pointing out to everyone in town that that she's poor. Um, right.
1: Because she brought fried chicken lovers, which looks pretty good the way she made them. I mean, I'm not a big fan of lovers <laughs> in general, but um,
0: yeah, it just am. immediately you're like, OK, this guy's a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, when he put her in the car and took her out to the field oh my god yeah Uh,
1: is he gonna kill her or is he gonna rape her and it's like, oh
0: there he goes (laughs) yeah that was very uncomfortable when he takes the sister out and basically uh, basically he guilts this girl into wanting to kill herself because she gets pregnant um and she kills herself now what's interesting about the movie is that us as the audience are the only ones that know that she didn't mean to kill herself. So you're left watching these characters who feel so awful because they think she fucking killed herself,
1: which then triggers Tom Holland or Arvin Tom Holland's character. Um, You know, his dad was obviously messed up from the get go, but his dad instilled in him a sense of ultimate right and ultimate wrong. Right and this totally flipped the switch on his i have to make this right they wronged my family i'm going to make this right right and yep. which sent him on his path which was awesome i mean that's yeah. the the last half hour of this movie was awesome
0: i think so too yeah. i really do i uh when she killed herself that was when the movie really skyrocketed yeah oh yeah because, i because i'm sitting there like that is that is a horribly horribly grotesque thing to do to your audience yeah um and i appreciate that because no one knows in the movie so you're just left with almost the weight of this on you as the viewer um and the situation that everybody's in so i thought that was fucking crazy but but yeah it ends up being kind of a i mean it ends up you end up having Tom Holland take a ride with these photographer people who there's these two characters who, um, essentially they, they seduce, they, they pick up hitchhikers and, and the guy has his wife seduce them. They take all these graphic images and make like torture porn pictures out of, you know, gutting them and all this sort of sorts of shit. And again, I don't really, i think i agree with you where it's like i don't know how much that is necessary for the movie
1: yeah i i, I didn't understand it there like i understand the a few scenes just to kind of put it in place like the scene the scene where they get the the gal's dad when he's trying to make it back to make make right what he done um in his words
0: <laughs> yes
1: um, and I, and then the 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 last scene where they pick him up you know and he, he finds the picture of her dad on, um, right or in the glove compartment box, wasn't it? Or was it on her? I can't remember.
0: Yeah, yeah, they he found oh god, where in a bunch
1: he... of rolls of picture, uh, p- film, undeveloped film.
0: They find all the film, so basically, yeah. the, the sheriff is up for real. It's just the, we're talking about it, and this is again, oh, yeah. this is where my problem with the movie is, I think. Now, there's another plot where, yeah, the sheriff is seeking re-election, and he doesn't want it out that his sister is a fucking murdering psychopath.
1: And a a prostitute.
0: And a prostitute, right. So,
1: Which his whole character is introduced with him in the car with the prostitute. Yep. And Arvin is going to the convenience store in front of their house to call for the police because... His dad was dead.
0: It's yeah. It's That's, there's a lot going on in this. Yeah, there is a lot going on. I um, just I liked it though. I just I don't. I know. did too. I did too. Overall, I liked it. I mean, I
1: it's like the it, treatment. I did not want to like that movie, and I feel guilty for liking it. But it was just so
0: well done. Yeah. See, I think the treatment was a lot better done. Oh, this. it was
1: better. Believe yeah. me. Believe me. Better movie. But still, yeah. I it's not my general type of movie. I'm going to say, oh, that looks interesting. I'm going to pop it in you know because there's no robots or magic or anything like that in it but um
0: well this one's a pretty i mean what a pretty big get for netflix i mean this thing has a bunch of people in it uh good production value um it's it's you know i, I don't i think it's a perfect movie for a streaming platform because i can't imagine that it would get much traction in theaters
1: no i don't think you'd do well in theaters at all it's not it, it's not a theater quality movie right?
0: I it's you're, just, you're
1: right a streaming cold evening you don't got anything to do yeah yeah
0: yeah i can't imagine people leaving the theater like oh man i'm jacked up you gotta go see this disgusting fucking make you feel like killing yourself movie you know go out to dinner and then go see <laughs> uh the devil all the time with your wife it'll yeah. be great Go out to
1: the puppy then go watch that movie yes
0: right <laughs> but yeah overall i liked it um yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how much more we have to say about it. I mean, anything else you want to add, or,
1: um, I, yeah, hmm. no, not really. I think we've said it all. To be honest, I, I just the Bill's. I think people should check out Bill Skarsgård. I don't know if they know all the stuff that he's been in, but he's been in like Hemlock Grove, which is on Netflix, which is a great kind of horror. Um, three seasons based on a book. Um, he's also in Castle Rock, which is a series on Hulu, which ba- is based on a bunch of Stephen King stories. I was gonna uh,
0: say I need to watch that.
1: Yeah, it's a ma- each season is a mashup of like two or three Stephen King books. Okay. So the 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 fun part is trying to figure out which books they're fitting together and seeing how they're making it all mesh together. Um, and I won't say which ones they've done so far because um, the second season was. F- was even better than the first um, just based on the two stories that they put together. They're two of, two of my favorite stories of Stephen King. So nice um, old books. old. And
0: I mean, he also was Pennywise the dancing clown. Yes, you can't forget and about part that. Two, so yeah. So um, yeah. So that's it for that movie. Now have you watched anything recently that you want to recommend or talk about? Hmm.
1: Not movie wise, but um, like series wise, Van sure. Halpern. I think Van Helsing is a great series.
0: Is that the, the lady Van Helsing yes, show? Okay. Sure. Yeah. What's now, is it, uh, is it a modern Van Helsing? Is it yes. oldie times? It's modern. Nope. It's okay. modern.
1: Yep. It, it's hey. modern. And it's a descendant of the Van Helsings. She okay. does she doesn't know she's a Van Helsing until I want to say the end of the first or the beginning of the second season. Um,
0: Got it. So she, so she isn't the Van Helsing that we know, Van Helsing. She is a descendant of She's that. A descendant
1: Van Helsing. of that. Okay. Van Helsing. yep
0: uh Spoil. Don't don't spoil I it won't. if it's a big spoiler. But is is, uh, is does does a certain vampire named Dracula show up at all? in ah, okay, okay. And is it all vampires, or do we have all sorts of monsters and shit that she fights?
1: It's mostly vampires, but there are some twists on the vampires. Let's okay. Just leave it at that. One. Uh, yeah, you
0: got to get creative with vampires. They've yeah. been done to death so badly. Absolutely. Uh, uh now what I um have been watching and I'm 8 episodes into the 10 episode new season of it uh is The Haunting of Bly Manor.
1: That popped up on my um suggested list.
0: Now did you good. watch did you watch The Haunting of Hill House? No. Okay. So this is, it's basically an anthology series where each season is going to be a new story, right? Mm -hmm. So Hill House was like an A+, one of the best ghost story, haunted house horror things I think I've ever seen in my life. Might have to check Um, it out. Bly Manor is very, very, very good. Uh, It's getting a lot of shit for being slow. Um, The first one was a lot more like, uh, ghosts and, and, you know, your, your standard scary. Yeah. Action. Sure. What you would call action in a horror show. This one is like a, it's like a Gothic romance of sorts. It's very, Hmm. it's slow. It's very Gothic. Again, the first one was like American Gothic too. Uh, but, but awesome characters. I'm like, you know, I've got two episodes left. I'm super jacked to finish recording this eat and go finish it but again highly recommended the person who put it together is uh mike flanagan and he did hill house he did uh doctor sleep um which was great
1: watch that yeah oh
0: it's it's so good especially considering what you like he did he did a shining sequel in the only way that you could in that you don't You're not trying to pretend that you have Jack Nicholson and all this shit. It's a different movie, completely feels different. The Um, book is too. Right, yes. And I like the book, actually, quite a bit. I like Dr. Sleep. Yeah, so so yeah, he's done that. He's done uh, some other stuff. He's great. Uh, Mike Flanagan, anything done by him. Um, you definitely want to uh to check that out. And hey, Wade, thank you for uh tuning in. We're about to wrap up here, so you'll have to start over. But uh yeah, but yeah again to the listeners here, um, you know, make sure you go subscribe on YouTube so you can catch these live. Uh, I know I have not been good about scheduling shit on a reasonable uh, hey, this basis. this world has
1: been so crazy. Nobody I know. will get stuff out normally. So Yeah.
0: if I mean, if it was up to me, I would have someone in the room recording podcast episodes with me. It wouldn't be everything's fucking live online doing this shit. So not yeah. that there's anything wrong with you. Uh, oh, Ken.
1: wow. That's fine. You're a little bit of a far of a drive for me. So.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Well, hey, Ken, uh, before right. we wrap this up, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you.
1: Hey, you can find us on all your podcasting platforms. We do have a couple episodes in the can. We just got to get them edited and get them out there. Um, one of these days we'll get to it. So.
0: And what's the name of your show, Ken? He's out For
1: podcast, our- right
0: here. The Pinkies Out Podcast. So yeah, look them up. You can find yep. them. There's not too many things named Pinkies Out as far nope. as podcasts are concerned. So it's pretty easy to find. But yeah, that's uh, that's it for us. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Again, I'll try to get more of these out there. Um, a couple things to real quick plug here this weekend for Downright Annoyed with Movies. We will yes. be on my YouTube channel here at uh, Bored and Annoyed on YouTube. And uh, you can also make that's sure and subscribe one. to catch... Uh, Paul from Tales from the Flipside and I are going to be doing a Nightmare on Elm Street uh, series retrospective here shortly. So nice. That's sure my favorite subscribe. horror series. Mine too. He's just, I love him. I, I mean, Freddy Krueger's the best. He is. He, he is. is <laughs> but yeah, hey, everybody have a good night and thanks again, Ken, for for coming on.
1: No, thanks for inviting me. Appreciate it.